Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets. Each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Cry laughing out of the way. That's all good. Met for the week. <laughs> that is my goal every week oh. to cry laugh. Okay. That was so good. Okay. <clears throat> so you got divorced and it turns out. Boys are super cute. They are super cute. <laughs> Let's talk about dating with Hello. Becca. Yeah, I have Becca here because Becca is my Marco Polo dating um what would confidant. Confidant. <laughs> I shared TMI, TMI and she shares all the TMIs. <laughs> Marco Polo should never watch our Marco Polos. I hope they don't have access. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to talk about just the mind bending games of dating as women seeking men. So Becca told me, what was your quote? It was boys aren't everything, but they sure are something. They are something. And so when we would go on a first date and it turns out, it's like, well, boys aren't everything. Boys aren't everything. They're not sure are something, but aren't they the best? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So there's this thing called dating as an adult and also being divorced and having kids going from going from we to now me. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of confusing for both me <laughs> and the person I'm dating. There's so many dynamics now. There's a lot of dynamics. Going from twenties dating little boys. And now I'm a woman dating men or people trying to be men. <laughs> like wanting to be men. Sometimes they're little boys. We have to keep going. Should we start over? Nope. There's no do-overs. This is what I'm realizing in the last month. There's a lot of self-reflection. The person I'm dating right now, Mm -hmm. he admits that all men are about 12 year old boys. So I'm glad that he understands that. He also understands that women are very up in their heads Mm -hmm. and I need to be more in my heart and out of my head. And yet here I am going from this 22 year long relationship mm-hmm. where, like I said before, we worked at home for nine years together. We had a lot of free time together. Mm-hmm. And so I come out of that relationship and I'm alone for, it's almost been a year that I've lived alone Yeah, every other week. And I meet these people and I'm like, spend all your time with me, be obsessed with me, but also stay over there. Why aren't, why don't you have friends go and pay, play with your like friends? You need friends. You need hobbies, but also why aren't you always constantly enjoying my presence? Why are we hanging out all the time? Also, why are you why here? Are you still here? Why can't we, why can't we figure out ourselves? And the boys are just like, I just want to make you happy. You're like, can you go away now? Like yes. over there, but also more compliments, please. But like too, that's too much attention, too much affection, I'm but also super uncomfortable. Yes. So we I both have, can admit that we are very confusing. <laughs> it is so confusing. And so my realization this month has been, 
I created a really great life for myself where I do have free time and freedom to say, let's do a podcast and laugh the entire time. It's fantastic. And it's, it's my job. He's <laughs> laughing into the microphone. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm getting paid for this. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> and yet I have too much time on my hands now because I'm alone. And so I'm really noticing the time I'm noticing that, okay, I don't have this person next to me every morning where we're going over our day. We're having our morning drink and we're working out. No, I don't have that. Yeah. It's just me. And so it is a very, it's a, just a lot of mental gymnastics for me to say, I don't want someone who makes me their world. And yet I want someone also, who what does that me- look like? <laughs> like, why aren't you making me your world? The idea of it is correct but the actual living of it is like what is it actually now i feel like i'm an island on my own so what does that actually feel like in reality and like making that transition and helping your body feel in homeostasis at the same time again is mental gymnastics yes so yeah well i'm finding you're finding the whole just okay so you go on one day you really like them you go on another you go on another Mm -hmm there becomes a lot of, uh, we need to start talking. I mean, you're trying to get to know each other. Yeah. You're also physically attracted to each other. Mm -hmm. And then you're also going, where do we stand? Constantly. (laughs) What's going on? Where are you? Where where are you? Where am I? Yeah. And uh, you don't want to give too much, but also you want to be, and I want to show up as myself. I hate all the dating rules. Authenticity, genuine. Yes. Like I hate the whole idea of like, don't double text, don't triple text. Oh my gosh, you look desperate. And it's like, or I thought of something else to say, like said this on the date or like, (laughs) all right, well, that kind of dead ended the conversation. Is it bad for me as the girl Mm -hmm. to pursue the conversation more? Do I wait? Do I keep going? Like, and it's also, you're checking in with yourself. Like, well, if I do like then I'm expecting something and do I want to feel See, and so what we're finding is I can share some of these things with my married friends Mm -hmm. and they will take something completely different from a story than what you take from a story Yes, because you're in it. Mm -hmm. Like you're not in my story, (laughs) Yeah, but you get it. And so when I'm confused and I'm saying, this is what I want, but this is how I'm showing up. And this is how they're showing up. This is how they're showing up. And I don't know what to do. You're like, yep, sounds about sounds right. about right. Sounds messy, and it sounds like a conversation. We'll fix it soon enough. Soon, you'll figure it out if we have the bravery to have that conversation. And that's the hardest part. Is like, right? What are what is your com- communication style? Because in marriage, I was married for almost nine years. We were together for like twelve. So it's like you understood the other person's communication style. So you mm-hmm. could generally either one assume the best or assume the worst. Yeah. Obviously sometimes it was assuming the worst. <laughs> I mean, we are divorced. Yeah, so. we are divorced. <laughs> so now you're dating a human that is a complete stranger and you are doing your darndest to read the person up and down backwards and forwards. Maybe too much. Too much because you're just like you're used to having all this information ahead of time with these conversations and now you have a stranger you're dealing with, uh, you have no idea what their childhood's like and why they're making those decisions. So like all the therapy you've gone through is almost kicking you in the butt a little bit. 
because now you're overthinking. So you're like, so tell me about your childhood wounds and how you fix them. And so that you won't project them onto me. And I will tell you how I have like, tell me your deepest trauma. Like it's horrible. And And that's how a lot of my first dates went was like, let me just tell you some really deep, dark things. And then they would end with, I don't know why I just told you all that. And I'm I like, I don't thing. know either. These are conversations I have with people like every day. <laughs> and for you, I'm sorry that that's new. <laughs> but I do love that. I love it. I love vulnerability. Big ass vulnerability. Yes. So it, it, it's good for that of like feeling like, okay, I have grown in this area, but it definitely is good for showing you where you haven't grown. Yeah. And that for me, <clears throat> the whole idea. Okay. So I was ready to date. Um, after things were finalized. So we've been separated since January, 2021. It's now December. I started dating in September mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people were like super excited. I'm so glad you're ready. And others were like, it is so soon. What are you doing? And I was like, Oh, did you forget that I have to grieve? Like it's my full-time job. <laughs> Cause it is. You move quickly. I mean, I, I do, this is my job. Yeah. I grieve for a living basically. And I have therapy and I have all these things. So no, I'm not like all the way through it. You can't just all of a sudden put it on a time frame and say, now I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. ready to date. But what I can do is say, I'm moved past that enough that I deserve to start going and seeing what other work I can do, because that is exactly what dating you is. You have to be triggered. <laughs> like you get hurt in a relationship, you heal in a relationship. Yes. Like the, they can coincide and you can do a lot of work on your own. And then you just have no idea what's left because people would trigger different things and show you in yourself what you still need to work on. And as people who are really into self-progression, it's a lot. It's a lot. We, we crave it almost, but then it's also, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. It is. We love being shown what we can work on, but also we're very annoyed by the fact. Yeah. And that's part of the mental gymnastics is like, I can get so frustrated with the person I am with and then I realize I'm mostly frustrated with myself mm-hmm. more than them. And Sometimes I love to be so annoying. To yes. Yes. Like, Go away. But I'm like, why do I care so much about this stupid thing when they're so amazing over here, mm-hmm. but clearly it's triggering this thing over here, Something. this wound. And I have to dig into that. Yeah. And the coolest part is when the other person says, I'm going to dig into it because I feel it too. You're like this is, me. And it's like, say what? <laughs> Uh, like how is this happening right now yeah it's all it's just all so new and then when you're talking to people who aren't in the same situation it can almost feel like you're doing a really bad job yes you're like thank you well thank you for affirming that I am a failure at everything and oh thank you for saying that so if you're out there and you're dating and you're going I feel like I'm doing it wrong or I'm attracting all the wrong kind of people, men or women, whoever you are. I can raise my hand. Um, right now. I know, but you say that it's the funniest thing to me. Cause like on a Monday, you're like, I feel like I'm attracting all the wrong men. And by Wednesday, you're like, I just attracted the <laughs> raddest guy in the world. I'm like, yeah, wait two days and you're <laughs> just fine. Wait two days. Just wait. <laughs> so I think it is like, yeah, we're doing our work, but we also need to step into kind of the fire and say, can we honor the work that we've done mm-hmm. and actually practice using the skills that we have now and do it? And so for me, I mean, I haven't dated a ton, 
but I've dated. And for me to start seeing wounds heal in dating is like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could do this. I really thought it was like, no, I need to go to therapy. There steps. There was like specific things I need to do. And now I'm looking at going, this is just a different modality mm-hmm. for me to heal. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of different transformation. Yes. And then you're building these other relationships along the way. So Mm -hmm. things that don't always work out, right? Every first date is not a second. Well, you are really good at making friends. You're really good at figuring out how to make these. I friend zone very, very well. But you like, you you keep them. Like the guys are like on board and I don't know how to do, I'm still learning to do that. Cause I, I would be like, this is cool. I'd love to be your friend. But also, I don't know if I have the emotional Mm. capacity to have that friendship. I feel like you've done such a good job with finding these guys. And you're like, can we just be friends? And then you guys maintain a friendship for the most part. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like long term. Yeah. But for now in this season, that's what's happening. And And it's it's a lot of what it is. It's just like we have to live season to season. Yeah. That's probably what's really hard when we were looking so far into the future. Yes. And now in this dating season, you're, you're literally like, there's rounds of guys. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm dating and like you have a group of guys that you're seeing, you go on one date with, you know, I don't know how this happens, but it just, this seems to be what's happens where you just, I'm on dating apps. I haven't found finding people organically works for me. Um, yet. Yet. Yes. <laughs> have you seen her? No, stop. <laughs> Um, so dating apps. So you, you know, you're going on these first dates, you're just connecting and different guys date different ways. First dates are sometimes drinks that are really quick. Like we're just grabbing Starbucks, chatting for an hour and then deciding if either one of us wants to make that connection. Some guys are like, they have a whole plan where they're like, we'll do something small. And if I still like them, we'll extend it. Or they do have like a nice dinner. So it's just like all over the gamut on how you guys end up deciding on how that works, but you go through these round of guys and you're like, okay, that connection was good for one date. Mm-hmm. Probably don't want to continue that one. And then all of a sudden you're kind of down from those. You jump back on the apps to see if there's another group of guys you can start connecting with. And it's hard to look too far forward because you're also like, okay, I can't imagine. I don't want to try to imagine somebody mm-hmm. as my husband on the first date, second date, yes. third date, like my little, my little hopeless romantic Becca really wants to try to do that. And you have to like rein it in. Like, it's okay. You We're can't fine. practice your last name yet. <laughs> like oh, yes, elementary school, <laughs> like none of that. Like you have to take it for what it is mm-hmm. in that moment in your face. What is right now? Because falling in love or, or hoping for any sort of potential is not reality. And it's really important to stay in a season where it's just like, what is in front of me right now? What can I enjoy about it? What can I fix with it? And not really looking too far ahead because then you, then you just kind of set yourself up for, well, I get more stress. I, yeah, I go into worries, which are not helpful ever. Mm -hmm. And it's futurizing for me, especially in the beginning of the divorce, it would just bring me down like below zero. I was like, I cannot do this. It's so heavy. And so that looks so scary and hard. And so for me now, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Like, Mm -hmm. oops, we're supposed to meet. Uh, Oops. It's nine o'clock. I was supposed to be the doctor 30 (laughs) minutes ago. That's how I'm living my life. And 
it is, I believe a lot of that is like, I just have to be where I'm at right now because it's so scary for me to start to make future goals. I had all these future plans and goals with, you know, where we wanted to end up when the kids moved out and all these things that I'm like, I can't even think about that right now because who will I be with? Mm -hmm. I hope I'm not alone. Yeah. And so it's just too much. So I really am like day to day too much pressure for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you start making decisions that aren't healthy. Yes. And it's frustrating because they're both people who love goals. We Uh love looking towards the future. We love working towards things in the future. And so that's why we start investing in IRAs and IULs and being like, all right, well, at least my retirement's there. Yes. I can retire at 65. I might be alone, (laughs) but I have money in the bank. That's my ability to fulfill that bucket of future. Yeah. So there is some, I guess, planning ahead. And I just told Becca, I'm looking for a mastermind group or something for Mm -hmm. my business for next year for 2022, Um, which is a big deal for me because I really just, I did grow my business in 2021 not intentionally. Mm -hmm. I just was like, Whoa, I don't have space to grow or to build or to do anything. And it just happened the way it did. But now that I am in that place, I can futurize with my business Mm -hmm. and that feels safe. And it's called, this is Ashlyn. It's mine. It's yours. So I can do and make decisions on my own. Mm -hmm. And yet here's my life over here. And I have kids and I have this co-parent over there. I can't make a lot of big decisions. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just doing my thing. I'll just stay here. Yeah. Dream of possibilities, but don't put too much pressure on. Yes, I do. And this is one thing that, um, part of our little divorce group that, um, you facilitate Mm -hmm. is having things to look forward to. And I believe this goes with dating as well. So I have several trips. We have a trip planned to Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Together. And those little things, they may not be huge in the exciting vacations, but they are trips for healing, mm-hmm. trips for growth, trips for adventure, fun, all these different things. And the first quarter of 2022, I have several lined up and it's like these things I've been looking forward to for months. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps me like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm making progress, whether I'm solidified in a relationship that's moving forward or not, I'm moving forward. Yeah. I'm still growing super healthy. And the beginning. So I was living in Arizona and uh, it's like a year now that we've moved back to Utah. So just me, yesterday, yeah, yeah, just yesterday was our one year anniversary. And I say our, because me and my, my kid's dad, all, all of us moved back to Utah. And so to be close to family and enjoy that support and camaraderie and but I, um, last year I was able to network and I got this amazing job that allowed me to travel quite a bit. It, it set me up to be around these women who saw the world full of opportunities, um, women in business who were also moms and, um, they also found their individuality. I can never say that word. You did it. Uh, you did a great job. <laughs> sounds so weird in my head. Individuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my looking forward. That was me mm. going to Colorado, jumping on planes. I'm obsessed with the sky. So I always made sure I got a window seat and I would just put on some emotive soundtrack while I watched the clouds go by. It was therapy mm. it was, and just people watching, being around people, but not having to 
be with people. Yeah. It just seemed to fall perfectly into line with everything. And that gave me so much healing and it kept my eyesight up instead of, all right, what's he doing? Yeah. What are they doing? It kept me focused on me and my progression and what I enjoy, like the joy that something brought me when, when you're going through something that's really messy divorce or just the transition of life, it can get really hard and sad and Mm -hmm. you can kind of dive into that grief. Um, that kept it really fun. I'd never really thought about having joy in, in such a a hard transition. And Mm -hmm. I really, truly but you need it. You have and I think we it. forget that. And we're like, but I'm in this hard stuff. And if I'm laughing or if I'm going on a I'm vacation, not? people yeah. will think I'm okay. Or he'll think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. And the truth is we should be having fun every day. Yeah. And that should be part of your dailies. Um, you know, I have my dailies. I, I legitimately have a goal to laugh, cry every single week. Well, I already checked that off. Here. I know. I was so excited <laughs> because it's, it's Thursday. It's it had Thursday. to be done. <laughs> we were almost um, to the then I, But that really is a goal for mine because like you said, it feels good. It felt so good to release. Yes. Like that. Yeah. And it's just fun and it's silly and it brings back that feminine energy Child and vibe. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Like I could be having this weird text conversation over here with somebody. <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> with a former, but Hey, (laughs) we're doing just fine. We're having fun. And that's the thing is like remembering, like I told you on Marco, I was like, I showed up the way I wanted to show up. I don't always show up on dates. Like I have to like get myself into a state Mm -hmm. where I'm like my favorite self. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like showing up, not always as my favorite self. And sometimes those days don't go great. Like, I'm like, "Ah, I should have showed up better, or maybe I should have gotten into a better state, but Mm -hmm. I like it when I show up in, in that feminine fun. Yeah. What do you do then? What's your go to? Remember, I don't think in English, I think in feeling. Okay. So I'm, it's usually, what does it feel like to be that, that person? Well, it's a actually looking at myself in the mirror okay. and like, it's uncomfortable still for me to like, look at myself in the mirror, but doing that and like feeling into that person of this lightness, mm-hmm. putting the worries and, and the insecurities in a box, because honestly, nothing's going to change in the next five minutes. So being able to show up and just like, I want to connect. My goal is to just connect mm-hmm. with another human. That is my goal. I'm, I'm not, my goal right now is not to get married. <laughs> my goal right now is not to find a boyfriend. My goal right now isn't to even have a second date. We are just here to connect. Yes. So that's a healthy way of looking at it. I find so much joy in connecting with another human and seeing their eyes light up. How, why did they light up? What are they talking about when that happens? How are they talking about things in their life, their passions, just anything like that, that makes me excited, genuinely excited. So thinking about that and that possibility makes me, puts me back in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than being like, Oh, I'm so alone, but like, mm-hmm. I actually am very happy where I am, but it can, when you're going on a date, you don't want to like bring that energy into it. Yeah. You want to come off as your confident self, right? We're not coming in going, I'm so insecure and anxious and all yeah. these things, even, I mean, we're all a little, we're all insecure. dynamic human yeah. beings. We all have those things. We're all showing up uncomfortable going, Oh, do we hug? Are you going to be we okay shaking with hands? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? How are we doing this? And yet we do it. And so I love that idea. I know, um, for me, sometimes I listen to a song 
Oh yeah. Like I'm driving. Yeah. Like I need to, I need the song that I can sing loud and have fun and I don't sing. So it's always in the car. (laughs) So it's loud. Um, and I, there's some dates I would dress up for because I love to dress up Mm -hmm. while I found myself on other dates, completely undressing and putting on sweats and taking off my makeup. That was confusing as all get out. Yeah. But that's how I, I started showing up in the beginning. It was like, get dressed up, go out, have fun. Da, da. And in that first month like wrecked me. It was so m- many dates mm-hmm. and overwhelming for me. And I think that, I mean, how do you not do that? Yeah. I think we all do it. You kind of just, like, just like jump yes. into the deep end. You're like, <laughs> and then let's do it. Holy everyone. Leave me alone. <laughs> let's go. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I really had my eyes closed for 22 years Yeah, and then woke up and was like, wait a second boys are cute they are way cute boys are something they are something (laughs) turns out out. I like boys (laughs) and I need to stop calling them boys they're men we hope we edited out the beginning part (laughs) I don't know I guess we'll see I mean, if they want to listen to 10 minutes of laughing, laughing, just silent wheezing coming we'll in. We'll put it out. in as a bonus at the end. If you want the bloopers. If you need to cry laugh, just come join us. Or just listen to somebody cry laugh. Yes. So, um, yeah, have fun. Go date. Don't wait till you're all the way healed. There's no such thing. Even when you find someone and get married, there's no such thing it's as so always frustrating healed. to hear that. But also it's like, but it's the truth. Like we're all human. We all have faults. Mm -hmm. We all have our wounds, but what a beautiful thing to say, I'm feeling hurt right now. Like I know it's my stuff and to feel safe enough to see the other person show up. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's been awesome to see, see you have that. Yeah. And to be like, okay, it's possible. It blows my mind. Cause it does get discouraging when you are like, are you working on your stuff? Like (laughs) you're like secretly like reading them. Like, what have you done? Like how? Like there's code words that you kind of like perk your ears up, especially when you've done so much work yourself. And so when you start to get discouraged to like see someone in the same area, finding somebody like that, you're like, okay, I can, Mm -hmm. I can keep my standards where they are because it is easy to lower your standards because you just think, okay, they're just not out there. My Mm -hmm. standards are way too high. And so that's given me hope being like, okay, there is somebody out there that's well. And so the guy that I'm dating, um, he said something a couple of weeks ago, he said, I was, I thought I had to settle mm-hmm. for whatever the type of girl that I was dating and they weren't real. And then he's, you know, like, you're real. You're the same person on all the things. Yeah. I'm the mess on the podcast and <laughs> the mess at home. And I'm all the same person. Um, and obviously there's some little things that I don't share with the world, but mm-hmm. those are for my people. And we don't have to settle. Thanks for being here with me today, whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the buffalo.